nerd. 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 I'm not kissing a nerd. What is a nerd? Nerd! Holy crap, are we nerdy? Welcome to Nerdables. This week, Chris plays with his Chewbacca, and uh, <laughs> and we're going to discuss if the internet is responsible for the death of entertainment. I know we've kind of we've kind of discussed that a little bit. Um, Avengers has made one and a half billion dollars, so no. Well, thank you for listening to Nerdables. <laughs> you can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud. Well, okay, we'll get into. It. I'm Ari Ray. Joining me are Ethan, Chris, and Mikey. So. The reason I bring this up is um, is there was a wrestler this week that put out a tweet. His name's Frankie Kazarian, and he was talking about how... It's weird when somebody's real name sounds more made up than the wrestling name. <laughs> right? Well, he goes by Kaz. So he so, takes the, le- for, the first Frankie Kazarian. I think even Frankie Kazarian is a stage name for him. Too. Is it? Really? Yeah, I think so. I'm not 100% sure, but... Um, it sure sounds like it. But he put out a tweet, and Ethan's going to read it for us. Am I? <clears throat> yeah. That and was it was cool. re- it was regarding <laughs> wrestling, but he did an interview and I was he not aware of this. <laughs> and he threw in uh, all of entertainment, and it kind of made sense. And this is where we are. We've talked about this before with how the internet needs to know everything. How trailers now have to show us every single thing, and you know, TV spots are now we get more and more. You ready, Ethan? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. So Frankie Kazarian tweeted. I liked it when people were fans, when nobody knew who the booker was or cared. Nobody asked who wrote this segment, who was on the creative team, was not even remotely a thought. Yes, everything evolves, which is positive. Along with, along the way, however, we've forgotten to just be fans. So, and it's pretty I'm assuming true. From, the, from the booker comment, he's talking specifically about wrestling. He's spe- yes. specifically talking about wrestling, but when he did an interview... With, uh, I think it's Busted Open, which is a serious satellite radio show about wrestling. He mentioned it's transcended throughout all of entertainment. You know, we we now know who the director is. We knew if a director gets fired off a set, who's going to be replacing it, who the writer was. And well, we also make judgments on how a movie is going to be because of what director got chosen. Or what actor yeah. was chosen. I would know? imagine that would, that's been the case for oh, ever. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, in terms of directors wise. You always knew who the director was. No, you always knew who the director was, but you didn't necessarily know if he was the second director to, to come into the project or the, oh. or something. In terms of a general it. audience, probably not, but people who knew, knew, I mean, you could always be, it's, to me, it's not more information. It's the access to that information is so much more. Yes. If you're, if you're in the, you had no idea as a, lay, a wayward fan that Irvin Kirshner was supposed to be the first choice for Return of the Jedi, but Lucas chose Richard Marquand because he actually came, not to blows, but figuratively came to blows with Kirshner over the movie and was not going to put him into a film in which Kirshner was going to challenge George for the entire thing. So he took a yes man, Richard Marquand, and had him do Return of the Jedi. Right. We know that now, and a lot of people in Hollywood knew it then because it would have been in Variety or Hollywood Reporter or whatever. But those publications didn't have a national following, and they didn't have, an, they didn't have a website, and they didn't have right. stuff. And now you have 8,000 websites that are desperate for content. Everything that you're seeing now, this happened to sports 20 years ago. Sure. When every team decided, we have to give all the information that's for our team every single day. And I've had the, the, the notion that 
this idea of fans, how they've become so much worse, is because you are so attached to your team because you have access to your team all the time, mm-hmm. and therefore you become very territorial and protective. I treat fans of, of teams, these these Uber fans, it's all gangs. Right. And it becomes very, very – I mean, people were fans back then, and they were super fanatic or whatever, but you could get away from it. Mm-hmm. You've put yourself in a position now where if, if you – you almost can't. If you're following it at all, you can't get away from your team because right. they're sending you – you know, I follow the Avalanche on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook – I get updates and all of it. I I want to know mostly because it's not a team that's local or what have you. But I can totally see where you would get so immersed in it that it becomes your tribe. Right. And we've seen this now with – this has been in pop culture for a long time. But it just was – it was in, 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 the, in those back rooms and in the comic book stores and the things. There was only a few of us that were Marvel, DC, Star Wars is better than Star Trek, all this. And now it's blown up into this huge thing where you have DC fans going, let's go on on, on Rotten Tomatoes and give Avengers Infinity War a bad score. But even when we had Star Wars Insider Magazine and some of these Insider Magazines, you didn't have... Oh, well, that's because it's coming from a corporate... I mean, that's the same thing as... One of the, one of the problems with sports also is now teams run their own media. Right. The LA Kings has their own media correspondent that goes to you know Fox Sports West. Everybody that works for Fox Sports West that's affiliated with the Kings works for the Kings. Right. And so, of course, if they come out and say, Dustin Brown sucks and his contract is going to destroy the Kings next year, Kings management was going, no, 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 you can't say that. But even, but you what can't I mean tell was, the fans that. It wasn't even – do you remember when Star Wars Hyperspace came out? It was uh, It was one of the first things to show – it was uh, so hyperspace.com. It was one yeah. of the first things to show, like, behind the scenes mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, webcam and things like that. But they still didn't show you or give you away a lot of details or anything. Or give of you course, really because it was, it was controlled by – the, the company. Yeah. But now you see... We've talked about this. We talked about, you know, Marvel doesn't go to, to SDCC anymore. Right. Why? Because they can hold their own event. Why? Because they control the message. Why do they leak stuff before anybody can get to it? Why is it the rumor that Brie Larson is going to be Captain Marvel gets really intense, and the next day, before she's announced in front of Comic-Con or whatever, they put out an official release that says Brie Larson is Captain Marvel. They want to control... The brand they want to control the release they want to control the story, it's always been. But like do you think? But yeah, Star Wars yeah. Insider was always that way when it when it was just Lucasfilm Magazine or whatever it was before. I don't even remember what it used to be. It was it uh, Bantha out. Tracks. Bantha Tracks was very first, but then it was like because it used to cover like everything, right? From Lucasfilm, there was Raider stuff and stuff. Well, like it, that. it was it the was, first it one was, I ever bought was the tenth anniversary of Empire, and I it learned was so Lucasfilm, much more. It was just basically Lucasfilm. Yeah, it was like Lucasfilm Magazine. It was Lucasfilm, Lucasfilm Magazine. magazine. That's what yeah. it was. But even then, the stories that are behind the scenes were ones that either people knew or it's, you know, a, a watered-down version of this. Right. We, we talk about Rogue One. Disney's never going to give you a comprehensive sure. making of Rogue One. They're never going to give you a comprehensive making of Solo. Right. Even though those stories could be just as fascinating, if not more in some cases, than the than the film itself. Well, even even finding out the about way David this Krause movie was kind of yeah. You know. the, the way that this movie, in terms of Solo, in theaters May twenty fifth, uh, <laughs> well twenty fourth, um, the way that this movie has has come to the screen, as many movies are, is a fascinating story in of itself, and we love sure. those kind of documentaries. But when it's something like this, where 
you're going to have part of it is Lawrence Kasdan and Kathy Kennedy sitting down at a table going, we have to fire our directors. Right. Because they're way off script and it looks terrible and we have to fire. They're never going to show you that. The stuff that Gareth Edwards show you from Rogue One, which is why I've always said the, the acrimony between them is not as high as people say it is. Because Gareth was allowed the week two weeks before Rogue One came out. He was posting his own personal videos mm-hmm. from behind the set. He has that great 360 panorama one of the tank attack yeah. in Jeddah. And he's talking about how he set it up and how you know this is real effect and this is going to blow up and these guys are going to go here. Lord and Miller aren't going to sit there the week, you know, this week they're not going to go. So this is how we shot this scene that they completely throw out so Opie could direct the film. Right. You know, we're never going to get that. Um, real quick, a side tangent from what we're talking about. Uh, there's a lot of people now, a lot of Star Wars fans that are saying Kathleen Kennedy has destroyed Star Wars. Worse than George Lucas did. No, it's, it's, there's, there's these idiots that can hold on to this idea that Disney's ruined everything. Right. It has it's because they hate, they hate Last Jedi so much. It's not even Last Jedi. They just hate. That's yeah. it. As we said, no one hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans. There's still guys that hold on to the EU. They want to go back. It's, it's if I'm, if I'm playing, arm, if I'm, if I'm this week. playing armchair psychiatrist from this, the people that get really crazy of it are people who are upset that Star Wars is big. Yes. That's the people. They're that, the ones. The, the ones they're, they're to the ones me that, that are complaining. Somebody walks up to them and says, "May the fourth be with you." It's not even. It's the people that said, "This was ours and you took it," because comic book fans have done the same thing. Sure, this was ours and you took it. The you want to get the masses like it yeah. now. So you have you have a hate group in comics of diversity that says we used to have a bunch of white straight big dick males that are out there beating up bad guys, and now we've got a girl. It's the whole and indie band. It's the whole indie band yeah. thing. I mean, it's. I liked them before they got big. The Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. Red Hot Chili Peppers. I still remember. I'm a sophomore in high school. Red Hot Chili Peppers loves sex, drug, magic, loves whatever that one yeah, is. Something like that. Yeah. Loves, love just whatever it is. That album was ginormous. Mm-hmm. And I still remember Jerry Rosales coming to me and says, I don't like Real Chili Peppers anymore because everybody else does. Well, I remember that when that happened with Metallica. It happened with everybody. It happened with Pearl Jam. Yeah. Pearl Jam. Versus for Pearl Jam, it's the second, was at the time, the highest selling album, the fastest selling album in history. Yeah. And I knew people were like, well, I'm not a Pearl Jam fan anymore because everybody else bought the album. And I said, well, it's really good. Right. So, okay. Even the, the I'm not going to get into the thread between us because I think everybody's wrong, but it's the, the people that are just screaming and screaming I'm not and screaming. Wrong. No, you're I'm wrong. never wrong. No, you're, you're completely wrong. <laughs> uh, all you guys are wrong. Um, the people that are screaming for it, and this is, it, it's, again, this tribal mentality. This was mine. Yeah. I could have that same thing. I went through all of this. I hid liking comics and Star Wars and G.I. Joe when I was in oh, high school. Oh, yeah. Because you got beat up for it. And now I'm like, I would have been – I just had this discussion with Melissa. It's like, I would have been the coolest kid in school now. Yeah. Because all these other dorks would have been coming up to me like, hey, um, you, what, what the, who the hell is Thanos? Right. What is this guy? What is, Can you tell me And I know this? it's true because I have people coming into my comic book store who are asking me these questions. Yeah. Because I lived through all of this. <laughs> but I don't I, – I don't have that mentality at all. I'll joke about it once in a while. But I really – I like seeing people that are coming into this. Well, you see these new kids that are into Star Wars, and you see adults. I don't think any I'm – not, I'm not going to name names with the rest of the podcast. Other, you know, I think that the regular people on this podcast don't have that issue. I don't. I know. The, 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 okay, how about this? The people sitting around the table right now don't have that <laughs> issue. Yeah. There are people that come on and off the show that have some issues, and they've mentioned them. 
I don't think they have an issue with what that other people like their. No, thing. no, not, not necessarily that other people like them, but they they take is, issue with where the franchises are going, and that's how, fine. That's all personal opinion. Mm-hmm. You you can I said that with Clone Wars after the third season of Clone Wars, I said I'm not particularly happy with this. But I don't like you, half these episodes. You found, but see, and that was my point in the thread though was. That you found the good I and found, the bad. Yes. The good I and the bad. It, but some people don't. Right. There to are me, some people who blindly love Clone Wars and won't admit that half of those episodes are terrible. But to me... Eh, maybe not half, but... To me, if you if you are a true fan of something... No, don't. Stop. You right can there. take stop, the good with stop, the bad and the bad Stop right the there. Good. Stop right there. Drop the true fan thing. That's bullshit. I hate that. It's complete bullshit. I'm going to keep saying it. It's com- <laughs> This true idea, that's what I hate. That's that gatekeeper mentality. That's that BS. If you're coming in and you're picking up comic books, you're a comic book fan. Are you a better fan than I am? No. Are you a worse fan than I am? No. You're a different fan. Right. In terms of Star Wars, we want to talk about that specifically. And people who, if you're going to say, I'm the biggest Star Wars fan because I like Star Wars and Empire and all the rest of it's crap. You're not a Star Wars fan as much as you're a fan of those two films. This is a sports analogy. Because when I worked at Kohl's, there were two guys there that were huge Anaheim Ducks fans. And they kept referring themselves to NHL hockey fans. They never watched a single game that the Ducks were not in. Mm-hmm. When the Ducks were out of the playoffs, they stopped watching the playoffs. They didn't know any players on any other teams. They didn't know they didn't know the rest of the league. Right. They had nothing, no idea who was in the Eastern Conference. And I told them, you're not NHL fans. You're Anaheim Ducks fans. Right. So you're a fan of the NHL as long as it's one of these 30 teams. They stopped afterwards saying they were NHL fans. They realized what they were. Doug, who, who's on the Puck Podcast. Yes. He never refers to himself as an NFL fan. He likes the Patriots, and that's it. Right. He barely watches anything else. He'll watch the Super Bowl and playoffs or whatever. For me personally, Tolkien. I'm not a fan of Tolkien. I'm not a fan of Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. I'm a fan of Peter Jackson's three films, and that's it. I'm not a particular fan of The Hobbit films. Right. I haven't read any of the books. I don't know. Which I'm still surprised you haven't read the books. Oh, God, they're so long. I know, but as much as you like reading. Right. I've always been interested. There, there are, it never interests me to go back and read them versus all the other stuff I wanted to read. Sure. I've read The Hobbit because it's tiny, and then they made it into three films. Um, Did, was it, it wasn't required reading in your school? No. That was, when, I was in, when I was in... We never... Dude, we never no, had any... 10th grade, we never had anything required reading. close to sci-fi or fantasy. Yeah, it was required the closest reading. Thing, I think the closest thing we may have got to sci-fi and fantasy is, like, comedy of errors. Really? <laughs> I mean, my God. There was nothing. Because then I they, they showed think... us, after we read it, they showed us the animated version. And it was, you know, this was I literature class. I can't think of a single book in four years, six years of junior high and high school that had any sort of connotation with sci-fi or fantasy. Wow. Probably the closest thing that you would have come to is all the way back to reading, like, The K. Yeah. Which I think is, I don't even remember, like, at the end is sort of magical or something with it. <laughs> See, this or was Phantom the same Phantom Booth or something like that. We also had King Arthur and Macbeth. Nope. The, and it nope. was in the same year. It was those three. We had three of those three. And they were all, you know, within the well, same. I never, I never had to take British literature because yeah. it was, British literature was AP in sophomore year and it was standard in senior year. My sophomore year, I was college prep. My senior year, I was... AP. So sure. I never, I never had to take British lit. Thank God, because half the books in it are terrible. Um, well, it's not necessarily terrible, but it's no, definitely different than American writing. It, no, it's just boring. Um, <laughs> I read Madame Bovary. Oh, Madame Bovary is terrible. Um, I'll take back. I read Madame. I'm, I read 
a good portion of Madame Bovary, and I did my AP exam using Madame Bovary example, and that is the worst novel I read all of senior year. I hated that book so much. <laughs> what you what you're saying is it's a good you know it's a good analogy because with Tolkien and Tolkien and Lord of the Rings or something because you can be a Captain America fan or a Superman fan and not necessarily be a Marvel or DC fan. Yeah, and is it people that when people are sitting there and telling me they're fans of the films. Right. I'm a Marvel fan because I love the films, but I don't really I don't care. So you don't read the comics, fine. Right. You know, it's it's I'm not going to what we what we've said it is, we've, but but it just it stop letting it bother. It depends on how much you but want it, to get into a debate with somebody, I know, so. but it, it really I mean, it, it does it does aggravate me and bother me, especially in some of these groups that you know on Facebook and whatnot that they say, "Oh, I'm a Star Wars fan," but really they only like Star Wars and Empire and tolerate baby Jedi. But there's nothing Wars, there's man. nothing you're going to do that's ever going to change them. And so what's the point? Yeah. Why do you think I and left you, all the groups you're still in? Or the guys that just like Rebels and nothing else. Pester them into submission. Think why about you, it. Yeah, why do yes. you think I left all the groups that you're in? Oh, I finally left them. <laughs> but yeah. If you think about it, yes, they are Star Wars fans because they like those two movies. It doesn't mean that they have to like everything to be considered a fan. No, I mean, there's, there's things that are always... I'm a fan of Walking Dead, but I don't watch there's Fear of the Walking there's Dead. There's a lot of... There's too much crap out there for you to... If you need to like everything... I mean, even the yeah. books. I mean, when you got through the EU, there were books in the EU I didn't like. I never finished. I never finished New Jedi Order because I didn't like it. But do you think that this is why now we're, we're in an age where... I know. But the tangent... I'm actually but bringing the tangent back yeah. because... Do you think this is why we live in an age now where these companies feel that they, especially like movies, they have to show so much of it to try to entice people? Then they show no, some of that, these. No, that, that has nothing to do with fandom. That has to do with this safety psychology that people have run into. And it's we want entertainment that's safe. We want entertainment that's going to give us exactly what we're looking for. We want to go into the film and know. I want to know when I get halfway through the film because I've seen – we'll talk about Solo because I'm staring at the poster. I've seen th – there's a bunch of scenes that I saw in the trailer that are that are not in the first half of the movie. So I know she doesn't die here. So I'm, I'm right. fine. Look at what happened at the end – spoilers. Look at what happened at the end of Infinity War. I was just about to say, that should be unsafe for everything. And no right. one yeah. knew that was and that was and See, that was a good thing Like we saw with Infinity War that – that wasn't revealed. There was a lot of Infinity War. Even the trailer stuff we saw didn't really give away hey, half the plot. trailer was shot differently. Like, so one of the great things with the Deadpool trailers is they really haven't given you any details. Like, you know... Except for the kid, and you still don't know what yeah, his they, superpowers they are. They kind of gave you enough. They give, but they give Peter. you just a... a well, like I was talking about... Like well, well, even with the Peter, they've changed it twice now. Yeah. What did they change? The Peter the thing... Di his, his dialogue when he... when The Peter when thing would have been so thing? awesome never to reveal. Right. Well, yeah. And well, that's the problem. Do you know actually who the character is? No, and I don't want to. Okay. Don't... Yeah. You don't want to know. No, right. He has a Twitter page, and he gives you his first name and then the first letter of his last name. That's why Which kind of gives it away. Never, yeah. But there's two trailers. One of them that sh that shows... Or that he says, I don't have any powers. He goes, you're hired. The other one goes, he goes, I have, ty uh, well, I have diabetes it, it, type 1 and type 2. He goes, you're hired. <laughs> well, it could have been the, uh, an extended 
that sure. those two together. Like, but it's just like, like, like I have like that. Like when they said with Solo, I really liked the first trailer of Solo because I actually didn't know what the movie was about. Right. Like we kind of knew it was gonna be a heist or whatever. But it really put yeah, it together. Yeah, the Super Bowl spot in the first teaser. Yeah, so. and then. But now the TV spots, I yeah, I've it's all flipped over. the channels I and know, yeah. that's why I don't watch any of it. Well, well, I didn't even mean to. Watching Atlanta, I'm like, all right, I gotta go fast forward through all this crap because it's yeah, all Donald, Donald Glover. So <laughs> I was I was watching. Is he Lando in Atlanta. Yes. That would have been. Well, with Flash and Arrow oh, this week. Hold oh, is it third season Atlanta? It's just him playing Lando. <laughs> Cloud that'd be, that'd be, well, you you heard about the premiere where uh, Harrison Ford didn't show up. And they said yeah. that it's a good thing. No, it is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because this because gave... That's all anyone has movie. talked about. Right. So, But this this gave... Uh, <clears throat> was Aldridge... Uh, I always forget his last Alden. name. Alden. Alden. Ein, Einrich. Einrich. Yeah, whatever. Like like Knickerbocker. Um, it gave him a chance yeah. just to be solo without having... The you kid know. who's not well, in, he's doing the kid who's um, not Newt's commander because Star Wars' Instagram page is posting a lot from like his press tour, right? And Harrison Ford is there with him, but not as part of the press tour. He's just with him to kind of well, they, guess, they, give did, him they did a, or something, you know, uh, or just him, like just him be and, with him. Him and um, the guy who plays Chewbacca, Janice, whatever his last name is mm-hmm. that I can't pronounce, really tall and Swedish guy. Woody Harrelson all did a, a Twitter ask me anything today, right? I'm like, I don't want to know any of these. Yeah. yeah. Like, I saw some of the questions. It was like, what's your favorite scene to do? And I was like, that, and that answer could be something that you wouldn't <laughs> but that's know. But that's what goes back to the whole I mean, thing even, we're talking even about tonight. The, the, the guy for um, Janice was was playing Chewbacca, and he's he was on Kevin and Bean this week because yeah. that's their poll, I guess. And he was like, I can't I, – he didn't he didn't say anything. Like, thank God he didn't. He was talking about, you know, going to Chewbacca camp with Peter Mayhew. Yeah. Looking at film and, and doing whatever, learning how to be Chewbacca, learning how to wear, wear the suit. And it was more about Force Awakens and Last Jedi. Is it the same actor that did a lot of the Force Awakens yes. stuff? Yes. Yeah. He, is, okay. he is the He's, he's now the, the new, actor jo- that, he's the new and Chewbacca. And they, they asked him, you know, oh, Peter was in this. And he says, maybe. Because I guess <laughs> the official line from Lucasfilm is in the original. In Force Awakens, you don't know who's who. Yeah. Right. That they won't tell you who's Peter and who's not. There's only one scene I think you know. And it's like the first time he sits in the cockpit or something. I think does he even make it in the cockpit in Force Awakens? I don't think no, he does. No, he doesn't. It, it's not until it's the end. He, it's when he has he sit down to the doctors with his arm. Yeah, but I think I think yeah, that's the only the time part. he's ever in the cockpit is with Ray at the very very end. And I think they reveal that that was Peter. Mm-hmm. That he, that makes he got sense. to sit in the co-pilot seat again. See, I thought maybe it was the when you see Chewbacca sitting down. That's when it's. I think Peter. anything well, because where Chewbacca there was, is sitting down. That's there was be talk Peter. that because his knees were so bad, like anything that he was sitting down in was probably yeah. him. That's right. probably the same thing with with Last Jedi. Yes, the pork scene is probably him. Yeah, yeah. you know, sitting on a bench or the or scene whatever. when he's in the cockpit and they're flying the Falcon. Yeah, you know, at the it's, it's and Ray's in the gunner seat. But even, but but yes, Jan, this is. But they've admitted this is all Jan, Peter right. May. He was not in Solo at all. Right, mm-hmm. it's just Janice. But, but again, yeah, they, they were him saying not that, revealing those types of things and, and saying anything was great. I'm listening to that whole vi- that whole interview in the car with my finger on the off button because all case. he has to say is, I mean, we've already found out some of these things where some of these little details, and I'm like, I, I don't want to know that. Wonder, yeah. Well, that's why I said when I flipped on the when I was flipping through the channels, and because um, during especially during in a film Arrow in which you know this half week, the characters don't die. Right. Well, Flash and Arrow this week they were you know, it was all. Solo, they had them there. They were oh, I got I didn't watch either of those. Yeah, they, they had them there, but I was like, I'm sitting here, you know, fast forwarding, going, don't show me any footage, don't show me any footage, and there was something where my I caught up on Arrow, 
and they were, they were coming on. They said, the new, there'll be a, a special look at Solo coming up next. I flipped the channel. As soon as I flipped the channel, it was on to another station. And another sure enough, <laughs> there's a, it was right at, towards the, one of the end of the trailers. And it showed something. And I just was like, oh, my God, no well, way. You're gonna Why? Get, you're going to get screwed right now because they're going to be pushing ads for that movie well, yeah, I mean, it's the same thing with Jurassic World. The, time, the first trailer yeah. of Jurassic World is great because it, it doesn't show you anything past the 58-minute mark. Right. And I was hoping that would continue, and sure enough, it didn't because everything is out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Almost every single scene. And it's all but impossible for me. Again, following anyone that follows pop culture, it's almost impossible to avoid any of that. Right. Well, like, especially on social media. Yeah. Like, well, especially doing the podcast to, to and go stuff. Through, and, the, and the Facebook Well, to go through instagram just to roll through yep. for like any, and it's Brad just people it's not even chris Brad. it's people that are like oh check out this scene with this dinosaur with this right oh look at this scene with this dinosaur here oh look at this dinosaur has been revealed and this dinosaur yeah. isn't this great and i'm why can't you have there's nothing because people there's want nothing it. left i mean but it's i, I still people I, want it because they're i still contend People want it because people tell – they tell you this is what you want. I went all the way back to the – you know, you want to talk about real media. I went all the way back to the O.J. case. Where they're like, O.J. Simpson is, the, is one of the biggest sports stars in America. No, he wasn't. Right. Not then. No. He... We have to cover this 24 hours a day. You had four channels in Los mm-hmm. Angeles that were covering the trial whenever it was on. KTLA, uh, uh, KTTV, KCOP – not KCOP. What's 13? Maybe it is KCOP. UPN. Well, it wasn't UPN. Well, it's I mean, KCOP. Though. Well, that was yeah, my 13. Yeah, but, but the local, it's, it's KCOP is the local. Yeah. And CNN, all four channels showing the exact same thing because they said everybody wants this news. Right. Everybody wants it. Everybody wants it. And then three of them dropped it a week later when they realized no one was watching it. Well, You're talking about celebrities. They keep telling you, people and Insider and all this keep telling you, you want Kim Kardashian news. But every poll that you've ever seen has seen people say, I don't want to see anything about her again. But you can't help it because it's it's the snake eating its tail. Yeah. You have these companies, these marketing companies that, you know, they, these people aren't running their own marketing. Mm-hmm. It's it's part of the problem. You have you have directors and everything. You've had J.J. Abrams talk about forever about I don't want to show you anything. Well, most of the trailers, I don't want to show you anything. But you, I'm not allowed to cut my own. Most trailer. trailers are not done in house. They, yeah, they, no, they're, so they're, they're they're done. outsourced to another yes. company that gets footage. That was, and what they happened, them, that's what and happened. That's what happened. They cut it Gareth Edwards said when we didn't we. They came to us and said, we need all the footage. They looked at it. They put together the trailer. And Gareth told the story. The first time I looked at the trailer, he told them, half of that's not in the film anymore. We've already cut it. And they said, we don't care. We just yeah. need shots. Well, a few of my because clients are, are, are houses that do this. And well, like I've gone scenes. in there and you know, have had to sign non-disclosures, non-disclosures on things because uh, one of them was for Ride Along 2 because yeah. it hadn't even been announced yet. And they were doing the, the trailer for it. And I'm looking at this trailer going, I know this whole movie. I don't even get to see it. Yeah. Every yeah. trailer. And like it's that. like... I'm surprised some of these larger uh, companies don't have in-house marketing and they do their own stuff because they have enough money to be able to the do it. The reason that I would say that they don't... Well, yeah, they have enough money to do it. The reason that they don't is because it works. I know. I mean, that's the problem. It's it's Before we were on air, we were talking about Marvel Comics going back to doing number ones and, and including Legacy. Why do they do it? Because it works. Right. Marvel has proven over the last 10 years, if we keep giving you number ones every two to three years, people will pick them up. Yes. And they'll buy about 10 issues, and then they'll drop it. And we get to about 15 issues, and then we end the series, and we start over. You, It's hard to argue with, hey, the trailers for Avengers Infinity War didn't work, 
when it's the second fastest film in history to $500 million. Right. It was the fastest film in history to $100 million, $200 million, whatever it was. It was fastest film to a billion. It was fastest or, film to a yeah. It made a billion dollars worldwide in eight days. And you look at that and you go, well, obviously something is working. When people tell me, doesn't everybody have Marvel fatigue? You have two films now that Marvel's released that together have made nearly $3 billion. Two you're films telling within me, three you're months. You're telling me there's fatigue? There's not. Right. There isn't going to be fatigue until you get a bad film. Right. The, right. When people are talking about Solo, why aren't people hyped for Solo? Is it fatigue? Well, yeah, it's only it's been five months since Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. I still think it's a mistake to release, release this in May. They should have released it in December, but whatever. But it's still – it's not like it's not going to make money. The pre-sale tickets – yeah. Just beat Black Panther from three months ago. Yeah. Well, let's think about so, it. It's our fourth Star Wars film in four winning. years. It's 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 all of this stuff is working. It's winning. It's work. These big companies that have these big trailers that give away all the big moments, people still go to see it. But I think it's led to, and I've said this on air a thousand times out of the two hundred shows we've done. What are we up to? Three hundred shows. Two twenty-five. Two twenty-five. Just with Nerdables. So yeah, thousand times in two hundred twenty-five shows is. I think the rise of cynicism about films when you're done is because there's nothing in the film you haven't already seen. I agree, but see, here's the problem. Like with the, I'm I'm part of the official R2 Builders, thank you, website or uh, Facebook page and the Five O First, and more times than not, there's so many people that say, "No, I want to know what's because going they to don't be. want to be scared." That's what that's so much. What, that's the only is. thing I can think of. Is oh no, it's been proven over and over again. They don't that want that. They want that, that expectation to be gone. Entertainment that it exists now is comfort food. Mm-hmm. You are rarely challenged by any sort of entertainment. One of the reasons I liked Rogue One is you didn't know going in. Right. Look how many people tried to be comforted by. They, they all have to die because they weren't mentioned in, in A New Hope. Right. How many people said none of them die because Disney won't kill. IPs. Yep. And you, they were trying to convince themselves, I need to be ready for this. I don't want to know if Rexy dies in Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom because that's going to kill me if it happens. Right. But there's a very good chance it happens. There's a very good chance it doesn't happen. And in both instances, I don't want to know until I see it because I need, I, I need to see it. I want to see what happens. We went into Infinity War. I was convinced... One of them was going to die. Yes. And then I flipped it two weeks before, but one of them is going to die. And you get to the end, you're like, oh, okay. Neither one of them. Neither, nobody died. But we're, we're kind of a rare, rare breed anymore. Mikey, who covers his ears and sings La 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 as a trailer's no, on in the I theater. Can't, I can't do that anymore. I just have to close my eyes. You know, <laughs> no, he does that when he listens to the show. <laughs> when he's on the show. Oh, I, don't, I don't listen to the show. When, when he's on the show. I'd have to do it right now. <laughs> just the whole time. The I'm whole just time you see Mikey in the background. But, you know, it, more and more people, they just, they want everything. They want because to know. Because they want to know to be safe. As soon as it's there, it's, it's, it's also. Because they it's, have that ability because of social media and yeah, the internet. Also, it's a you twifold think about, thing. You if you didn't about, have any of that wait. anymore, you'd That's still be in the, the dark. Everybody, they can't wait. As soon as it's there, they want to know. Solo's final cut has been locked on May 1st. And right. immediately social media goes, well, I want to see it right now. Yeah, I can't wait another twenty-four days. Are you kidding me? I can't wait forty-four days. I need it right now. I need to know. I, I the anticipation for this stuff and people who are getting everything when they want it, as soon as they want instant it. Instant gratification. That instant gratification. You don't get. Well, it. those are the ones that are. I got it. What's next? Give it to me now. I want. I need. I need, it. It. I need to know what's now next. because <laughs> they need to move on to what's next. It's part of. 
again, this is this is bigger issues in terms of of the psyche, especially in North America, of fandom or people in general, of this attention span being shortened, um, the inability to lock yourself into something for so long, uh, to not be what's right in front of you isn't as good as what's behind what's in front of you. Right. But this brings me to the whole point of the, tonight's conversation. It's basically which came first, the chicken or the egg. Was this something that, that was already starting to develop with people before the internet, or was the oh, internet yeah. that brought this on? We've seen technology, mob, psyche, culture in the last 10 years grow exponentially faster than the two decades before. Oh, yeah. From where we were when I was a kid, you know, with Star Wars in the early 80s, to where we were in the early 90s with Jurassic Park and films like that, to where we were in 2003, those three, those those 20 years to get to there, but what's happened in the 15 years since Oh yeah, is triple whatever well, if you, happened if you, before. If you're just going with like something like CGI in movies, go back and watch The Phantom Menace now. And... No. <laughs> well, I still enjoy it. I find that more things. I, I have no reason to see that film anytime, anytime soon. I mean, this, but, this, but the, but this, but the this CGI has like, stayed over that art, state of the art it was. Now it's starting to it's show its age. It's terrible. There are parts of it that are really good. Yes. Because I mean, people are like, why does Jurassic Park hold up? Because Jurassic Park has like 10 CGI shots. Right. And they spent nine months on each one. Yeah. Where now you have Last Jedi has what, 240? Something and they like were that, using yeah. practical effects. He went to JJ Abrams insisted on practical shooting locations and effects in Force Awakens, and it still probably doubled the number of shots in Revenge of the well, Sith. Wasn't Revenge of the Sith like a thousand? Revenge of the Sith was a thousand in the first a thousand shots because right. everything is CGI in that film. Every environment, everything in it. There's not. Mm-hmm. There's nothing real in that whole movie. Well, most the, of the movie shot on a green screen. So was I mean Hayden uh, Christensen was a green screen. <laughs> That, uh, um, do you remember the the pictures that you got from uh, the arena set of uh, mm-hmm. Attack of the Clones? Yeah, it was them standing on a sand pit. Yeah, in, in a little you know. Circle. I was surprised the sand was real. Yeah, right. Well, <laughs> the, even, the Naboo well, sequence, the, you see them. It's green on green. Yeah, yeah, you know everything is just green on green, and it's rotista. And they talk about one of the things that that. Janice talked about on, on Kevin and Bean was the fact that the, the Falcon cockpit is real and it's a projected screen in front of them. Right. When they're in hyperspace or whatever. And everyone's like, oh, that's cool. It's also cheaper now. Oh, yeah. To, to, to sit there and put a green screen in front of it and then have to go in and add and the, the lightsaber stuff. Yeah. But the, the projection technology has gotten to the point where you can project a screen behind these windows, quote unquote, that looks real enough that when it's on a big screen, it's not going to look like well, yeah, someone you have four and eight K projectors yeah. now. You, you, I mean, you, you look at at Return of the Jedi and Luke running in the pit is like against a projection screen, right? Mm-hmm. You know, in the Rancor pit. So, mm-hmm. but not even technology. But I'm talking about the technology of how we consume this type of stuff. Yes. Even ten years ago, the idea that ninety percent now of network television you can find on demand when it's shown, right? Well, now, not everybody does it, early... but you can find it. There are very few things. This is why sports networks are paying billions of dollars for rights for, for sports because that's the only thing anybody watches live mm-hmm. anymore. But you can find it in so many different ways. Well, you remember so the, one of the early things. days of the, the internet, you had Ain't It Cool. That was like one of the 
first places you could go to and find insider information. Yeah, you also made fun of that guy when he first started. Right. And then you're like, oh, okay, this is crazy. And then he started touching people, but whatever. Harry Knowles. Um, yeah. <laughs> but that, you know, you went from there to this explosion of 80s. If we had started this podcast 25 years ago, we'd be great. But oh, yeah. We didn't. Chris Hardwick did. And now we're one of a, one of a billion, yeah. and nobody cares because we're not Chris Hardwick, who's not really a pop culture junkie. He's a tech junkie. <laughs> well, I mean, when when he talks about being a nerd, it's you know he's a pie nerd. You know, he's a he's a nerd of science. No, he's a tech junkie. Yeah, he's always been a tech junkie. He's never been a pop culture junkie. He's Watch developed him. a little bit more into that, but not as yeah, much. Try, try try watching him interview Scott Snyder again. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, it, 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 now that the genie's been out of the bo- out of the bottle, Pandora's box has been opened. Whatever metaphor you want to take, is there any way of going back? No. no, you're never. Here's the. Here's, I mean, the closest thing I think we've had is the letter from Thanos saying, "Please don't spoil it." But even then, who didn't? I don't. I'm so I don't glad I saw that film. Any, I don't oh remember seeing God. any spoilers. I'm for so it. glad I saw it the, on Thursday. There's a lot because there. by Friday. Major news sites. Right. You had the Nerdist on Friday said, now that all these Avengers are dead, what's next? I mean, it's, it's funny, less though. than 24 hours. I, I I didn't see anything as a uh, title of a story on, like, Yahoo or BBC or uh, MSN on the homepage saying, oh, there, there guess was... what? Everybody dies or whatever. It, and I was trying purposefully to not go on the Internet at all between – Tuesday and mm-hmm. of course Friday I've also when I was gonna see it. Yeah, so. I've gotten rid of like Screen Rant and even yeah. you know Bleeding Cool and all those, so that way I don't have that. Well, I had a friend cool of mine that went and saw it opening night at nine p.m. and on like twelve a.m. or something posted to his Facebook page this article from another site that said, "What does the ending of Avengers mean?" And then he proceeded to go like. Oh yeah, I totally agree with everything that they said. Well, like, see, I, I saw things like for that. For stuff where, like that, I like, saw things like that. What does the ending mean? If it's but not have anything like that, that's yeah. fine. But I, I even called him out on. It. I was like, dude, it's literally not even three hours after because, the movie's Because again, it's done, a need to. You're it's already a need trying to, to try and come up with your own. That's one of the reasons. Well, part of hold the reason on, hold on. Reddit one of, so bad. Well, one of the reasons that when you were younger and you were a comic book fan why the comic shop meant something to you it was one of the few places you could go it was safe. where you would sit and talk about stuff um one of the, i always said the cw did this wonderful thing of having smallville on tuesdays because on wednesday that's all we would talk about we would yeah. get there and we'd buy our comics and then we say did you see smallville last night yes and then we talk about it you think that's why flash is on tuesdays no i think they don't give a damn anymore oh like flash is on tuesdays because everything's on tuesdays. yeah there's too many shows there's, on there's there, only so, so many cares? days you can show DC shows and they've got like nine of them and there's only four days so um, CW is proving that unless it's a pop culture type show it just doesn't work anymore well not for them for them that's that's but that's their identity but anyway um the thing with with those kind of, you've got to analyze it and all that this trailer BS as soon as the 10 seconds after the trailer stuff analyzing the 10 most important moments from the frame solo trailer by frame yeah. and it's it's yeah you just got to like what does the train mean what does the characters on the right. train? Well, we know that if Solo it starts here and it ends here and the rumor of them going to this planet, could this be the planet that we're seeing? Does this confirm this fam theory? All this other BS. Look at the Snoke BS. Yeah. 
For two years, we had to listen to people jerking off over, I saw the stormtrooper hit his head, and that must be Snoke. Right. Mm, he's got a... <laughs> oh, I figured it out. And what does it come to? The most brilliant thing that's ever happened. Ryan Johnson stuck two middle fingers to the entire internet and said he's nobody. Yeah. Well, you, you don't get to know what he is. You remember the, for the Force Awakens, we did that speculation episode. Yeah. And That we, was fun because we hadn't seen him, the Star Wars movie in 10 years. Right. But the problem was, I'm sitting there while, while I'm watching this movie going, oh, I guess that. Chris got that. He got that. Uh, and, and it kind of took <laughs> me out of it a little bit. It didn't take me out. I mean, if it was it's cool that we sort were so, of thing... But we did it off of two trailers. That's right. You know, but, we yeah. didn't. I, I wasn't analyzing every interview. That's why I didn't watch any of the stuff today. Because if you're smart enough, you can put two and two together. Right. There was. Well, that's oh, why I didn't God, even watch the solo premiere thing that they did. One of the films that there was a trailer, and I had said after the trailer, I was like, "Well, you can figure out the whole film." And one of the other pop culture groups I'm in was like, "There's no way." And so I put it in there. I'm like, from the trailer, I think X, Y, and Z happens in this order. And after the movie came back came out i bumped that comment and the guy came back and said yeah you were pretty much right on yeah it's like i can't figure out how you did that for the trailer and then i thought is it me then are other people not able to kind of put x and y together when they see a trailer that seems to lead to a fairly obvious conclusion for me but that may also i know be, this sounds braggadocious but i'm just saying it like, may also be your writing back psyche because it could, of, be it, could be, it could be knowing the culture background but at, even seeing a trailer you're going through all of, of, say, something like Rogue One, where all of those characters are expendable in some point. Right. That you see Bodhi towards the end, and you see see Jin up on the tower. Well, you know how far they make it, because I haven't seen that scene yet. That was one of the best things about them right. being the wrong... <laughs> she gets to the top of the tower. I'm like, okay, where's the TIE fighter? Where, oh, there's no... Wait, is there a TIE? No? Okay. What the hell just happened? Yeah. You know, so there's 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 those pieces that, that will throw it in there. One of the things that Avengers Infinity War did as, as a oh misdirection is there's a ton of promo images in wakanda showing the hulk as the hulk right and if you've seen the film you know there's something wrong with that picture but well, that's one of the images that i was thinking maybe that's for the second movie so yeah but it's, but it's just something where but yeah but again, you have digital but everybody anything. was like oh that that shot wasn't in the movie but yeah. even even that that, that shot the, the, that whole, shot, the whole you, shot the is, whole shot is completely different yeah. and you know because you see falcon flying on one side you see yeah. iron it's a if you look it's at a it, more open it's a yeah, composite shot of different shots, yeah. right? This because whole, they're, because they're even scenes. coming the out of Hulk the woods. The back, so that doesn't even yeah. happen. Yeah, the, the Hulk that's in the back, I think, is actually him running towards Thanos. In, in like the, one of the shots, and yeah, yeah, looks like it's almost the shot from him running towards Thanos. Yeah. You talk about Pandora's box. The the, 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 the fascinating thing to me is where are we going to be in another ten years? When when they're when they're sending you, you know, movies directly into your brain, and you can experience a four hour movie in ten seconds or whatever our technology is going to be in in just ten years. What is a film going to be then? I mean, I had this conversation about about language and, and um, communication last night with my parents because they were trying they're trying to understand hashtags. Right. Yeah. My parents are eighty five billion years old because I'm forty five million years old. But so they were there during Jurassic Park, the original Jurassic Park. Yeah. They're like, well, we took the blood with us. Um, <laughs> but they were asking me like, what's a hashtag? And as I'm trying to explain to them, I said one of the things that hashtags does is it takes a very long idea. And it puts it into a word or it puts it into into a single word or two in terms of a hashtag. You used to take it, and, and I, we were making fun of the thing, you know, the hashtag blessed. Yeah. Right. Search words. Well, yeah, but, but yeah, it, that's it, what yeah, it, it's it, a search it, word. It, but here's the thing. It into a search start, column. But hold. Here, here's what I'm talking about. That's what it started as. But what hashtags have become is to take something like 
I'm on the beach and it's really sunny and I feel blessed. And now all I have to put is hashtag beach, hashtag sunny, hashtag blessed. Right. Those three words just took an entire sentence and made it into three words. And you understand, you make the jump yourself. If you're, uh, well, Twitter's 120 characters also did that for a long time. Well, 140. Now it's bigger. But, but here's the thing that's part of the reason you had less time to, you had less physical room to, to, to write. You had less time to capture anybody's attention. Sure. You had less time to get your ideas across before people tune out because of all these changes in, again, a mob kind of psyche that we have. It's fascinating to see those types of things. We see people that are replacing words with emojis. Right. Literally replacing words with emojis and not doing it ironically, but doing it because that's the only thing they know. Because it's a winding. Yes. Yeah. It, it's, it's a lot of this kind of symbolism. We saw Carrie Fisher's tweets used all emojis. It was all symbolism to convey an idea. And she was using it in a way that is genius and beyond anything that I can understand because I'm dumb. But where are we going from here? Where are we going in terms of punctuation? We have complete tweets that have no punctuation, and yet we read them and go, God, why isn't there punctuation there? We notice the punctuation is missing because we know it's there. But we also know what punctuation to but put That's what in I mean. There. That's what I'm talking about. We know it's there. You can take these, you've seen these things on the internet where they replace letters with numbers. Yes. And it's like, if you can read this, you're one of the 10% that knows what this is. Right. Well, that 10% is now like 90%. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because the, the functionality, I mean, we've had psychiatrists and, and scientists tell us that brains are developing differently now because of what they're exposed to. And they always are. Well, it goes and back to the... And that's what that part of that exponential jump is. We have an entire generation of kids. You, you have anyone under 10 that doesn't know an age in which they can't turn on the TV and search for a program they want and press play and it's there. Right. They don't have to wait for anything in terms of culture, in terms of entertainment. Mm-hmm. The debate that we have about Netflix dropping 22 episodes in one shot. Yeah. I don't have to wait for one more week for Daredevil season episode two. I need to wait an hour after I, you know, and I need to finish number one. most people want to watch them that way. Most people want to watch them that way, but again, you almost have to save them from themselves because we've seen those studies that say the reason that we're not as affected by pop culture anymore is the fact that we get it too quickly. Yes. Well, it's and the whole we thing we talked in. about before with the with the water cooler. You don't have that that water cooler. There's a lot of different. And... This this is a huge idea. This this whole notion of of you know we're talking about it as pop culture, but we're talking about it as culture. What is our culture? Our culture is well, always we're a, been... we're a phantom social culture now. Yeah. Where you don't interact with so... anybody personally. It's all. Again, technology. The fact is that this we actually the internet the that same... caused this, or is this the evolution of society that's caused this? It's the availability. Technology will inform the way that you change. Technology also changes in the way that you inform. I mean, you needed information to move faster <clears throat> and farther, and then the internet's born. Right. Because we're like, we need to get information in other places. Um, we have too much paperwork. Yeah. We need to condense it into a tiny little bit. There's well, too I mean, much now, physical. You, you can... There's too much physical videotape for everybody that wants to watch porn. So here's DVDs. <laughs> right. If you think DVDs didn't get developed by porn, you're wrong. Well, you go into the library. In now, fact, you... if it's war or porn, all the greatest inventions, or, you know, accelerations. That's the two. You remember when you could go into a library and you could rent? Why does VR exist? Or you could get a DVD or something. Mm-hmm. Those or shelves are. Book. Yeah, those shelves are gone. You know the yeah. books are still there. You know it's just like conversation that I have. We had book is books are one of those anachronistic things where people are telling you digital's killing books, digital killing books, and yet 
The numbers don't back that up because more books, more pure books are being sold in the United States. Pure physical books are being mm-hmm. sold in the United States than have ever happened. Well, we just had a conversation about audio books versus books. You know, like a lot of people say, well, I read this and they, they were listening to the audio version. Yeah, that's not reading. No, because you're – you're not absorb. You're not putting yourself in absorbing it. You're you have other things that you're doing. You people do it. Well, I'm guilty. I'll do it driving. If it's a book I really like, I will buy the physical book, read it. You know, if I've already listened to it on the audio book or something, because I do a lot of travel. You know, I do a lot. I, of I would driving. say you, you're absorbing. I, saying you're not absorbing it, I think, is incorrect. You, you're absorbing it. You're absorbing it in a different way. It depends. It always depends on what. There are podcasts that I'll sit and listen to that I'm not doing anything with. Right. And there are podcasts I listen to that I am doing something with. And I'm still absorbing it, but I'm doing it in a different way. And then there's this one that I don't listen to when we're done because I don't want to listen to my voice. He doesn't listen to it when we're doing it. What? He'll go, uh, yeah. He'll go back and go, did I say that? Books that? are a nostalgic thing. It brings you down and like slows you down. Books? So it's it's a good relaxation. Right. And I think, again, this is one of those anachronistic things that everything else that we've had, this technology, which is now, no, 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 I want it. Books is something that's been able to survive. And, yes, there are different ways. Even even electronically reading it, mm-hmm. I think, is the same as a book. I mean, you're sitting oh, yeah, there yeah. and you're, you're talking. I, I agree with that. Um, it's just the means to get it or what have you. Right. But it, it survived this piece. We talk about comic books where they're just like, oh, my God, no one's buying comic books. Yes, they are. It's just they're not just buying Marvel and DC. Right. The, the numbers for Marvel and DC are way down than they were in the 80s. But people will tell you, we, we have previews sitting in front of us, which is still this gigantically thick catalog full of comics from hundreds of companies. Tons of companies. There's yeah. as many, <clears throat> excuse me, there's as many physical copies of comic books being produced today as there's ever been in any time in history. But they're but it's different. Also easier for, it's also it's easier for the, the average person to put out their own comic book. It's not even that. It's There's more companies that are successful enough. Mm-hmm. The, a couple of years ago, uh, Eric Stevenson of, of Image said that he really wasn't looking for sci-fi pitches. Right. He's not really interested in science fiction. And he doesn't really want to take a lot of sci-fi pitches unless it's an established creator. Well, all of a sudden, you saw Boom and Oni start publishing more sci-fi stuff. Right. Because it'll find a home. They're trying to find a niche. IDW has become a niche for, for um, licensed products, Transformers and mm-hmm. G.I. Joe. And, and, and sure. Dynamite has too with James Bond and Red Sony and stuff. There are hundreds and thousands and thousands and millions and millions of physical copies of, of comic books that are being made. Trust me, they're all in a warehouse <laughs> that we have. Um, it's just not it, – it's not as, as concrete where you used to have the same thing with TV. Right. You know, oh, nobody watches TV anymore. I mean, MASH had 49 million people watch the, watch the, the ending. I still don't, I don't know what that real number is, but we're talking about it's Walking Dead. It's something astronomical it's huge like that. because – you only had four things to watch that night. Right. Now, you have 180 million channels, and you have streaming, mm-hmm. and you have on-demand, and you have your phone. It's amazing that anybody watches TV – anyone who watches TV live to me that isn't sports, I don't understand it. I really don't. I Where, do it every once in a while. I mean, it depends. I don't. I never do because I have no time for no, commercials anymore. I do because I don't have cable, so I don't well, there record anything. Now, I mean, there's times where – I'll start a show maybe five or ten, fifteen minutes after it started, so I, I can fast forward through the commercials. But I end up catching up to it. The only time, the last time I remember going out of my way to don't watch you, something live. Watch Rebels live? No, no. I watched Rebels. Watch no, I watched it at the end of the night. Hmm. Um, the last thing that I remember watching live, that I knew I was like, I have to watch this live, was the end of Lost, because I knew someone was going to write it. I knew, you know, I had enough friends that had my number 
that at the end would go, I can't believe this, or whatever. I watched that live. And that was also, I couldn't wait for the end of that. It's my favorite TV show. And if you don't like it, I don't care. Well, did you, you saw that. Um... I can't remember the last thing that I went out of my way. Now, will I flip through the channels because I'm bored out of my skull and I'll, I'll land on something? Sure. I watched maybe a third of Lucy last night. Right. Well, maybe a tenth of it because most of it was commercials. And there's the other problem. I mean, FX now is unwatchable. Any Ooh. movie on FX is basically five minutes and then 45 minutes of you trying to sell you cars, penis pills, and insurance. That's what happened. The Big Bang Theory had their uh, their uh, season finale, which was the big wedding. For yeah. the There was a tribute to Stephen Hawking. There was a tribute to TV. No, there, at the end, that got cut I was about to say, I from the that. actual showing because of the commercials. That it wasn't until ABC hey. put it on. CBS. Or CBS, excuse me, put it on. It'd be weird if ABC put it on, right. their, on their app. Well, that was weird yesterday, though. We'll get, we'll get that in a second. Uh, but CBS put it on their app and put it online mm. that you got to see that moment. It was a nice little moment, a nice little tribute. When um, you keep selling that more and more time, one of the things that, that watching seasons of The Simpsons on DVD, DVDs are these physical discs you have to right. put into a player, kids, um, with the commentary and – by season 10 or season 11, you know, just before I really stopped watching it, the producers were talking about the fact they couldn't do B-stories anymore because mm-hmm. Fox sold another minute and 20 seconds of, right. of, of screen time. And they insisted on the full uh, title. You know, like, well, we want the full title. Right. And you got to lose another minute and 20 seconds. So that's all B. That's all B story. But even a lot you really of shows don't, You don't now, think about what it is. You know, they went from uh, 30 minutes was 24 minutes or 23 minutes or whatever. 22. 22 minutes. Well, now it's even less. Yes. A, a, a standard Simpsons episode is 20 minutes and, and, and 40 seconds. Mm-hmm. Well, you lost would, another remember minute Remember the and 70s, syndication, Well, in syndication, you cut it. And that's the other problem. Like, watching this stuff on DVD, you're like, holy crap. Lisa the Vegetarian, which is in, in my top five. There's the great one with the, you don't win friends with salad, where they're doing the conga line. You don't win friends with salad. Like, right. You don't win friends. They cut when they go back because they do it in front of Lisa. Yeah. In syndication, it stops right there, and you go to commercial for penis pills or cars or yeah. insurance. Well, you were in seventies. But uh, but when you watch it on DVD, you realize you're missing one of the best jokes, which is when they go off screen and they come back. Marge is at the end of the conga line. Right. And Lisa's like, "Mom, oh sorry, I just got caught up in the moment." I don't remember that even from the original. It's uh, in the original, and that's because cool. you haven't seen it in forever. Uh, it's guess, like yeah. when you're watching Doctor Who on BBC America. Well, I'm not you lose it. half of you. Know, you lose a lot of the story as opposed to watching it on DVD or streaming or something. Is that ever yeah. coming back? Oh yeah. Um, Are we sure? Back next year, 2025. Well, everything. It seems like everything is skipping 2018 and coming back in 2019. <laughs> you got, you know, Game of Thrones and. Uh, there's a couple other shows that they just announced. I'd love for them to come out like, actually, we're not doing Game of oh, Thrones. But you remember the 70s and 80s. <laughs> we're not doing this. We're, we're not doing it until the book gets released. Nope. The 70s and 80s. Did you do a total, complete tangent? Our friend Shauna, who used to be on the show, started reading that book. Yes. And I wanted to go like, and one of her friends is like, well, at least you got time before they finish it. And I'm like, he's not finishing it. Right. Like, why would you start, why would you start that now? Well, you saw his expanse uh, got canceled. <laughs> On so, sci-fi. I still... <laughs> yeah, but... Why would you start that book series? He's never right. going to finish it. But she was like, oh, I don't like these characters. It was so weird. Um, but remember the 70s and 80s with, the, with TV shows, especially half-hour sitcoms? You had probably a almost five-minute intro. You know, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, that was the theme song. Well, again, that was, yeah. that, was, that was to, to cut costs. Right. So you, but you, you also didn't have as much advertisement on TV then either. Yeah, but it was also... That, that was a... 
you, you did it because it was cheap. It was just like, you know, all the yeah. cartoons, all the Transformers changed exactly the same at right. every single episode. There's Optimus Prime never looks different when he transforms, and yeah. the background is sparkly colors or whatever. Oh, yeah. Because it's just the same shot. It's just like how Voltron just said, we'll just use the same script right. for he, 45 he, man, episodes. Every time he changes into... Yeah. But you realize just, that when you're a kid, but and then now when you get older, you, like, oh my god, how many times can He-Man change? Right. But now, we, there's a lot of times when you watch a show now that you'll you'll have a cold opening, you'll get the title, and maybe a, like a half second of the theme well, song, I think you saw, and go right back into it. Well, you saw a lot there, of But then the next episode, that's they'll the give you the full You see, well, theme yeah, song there, there are some cut Simpsons ones, the same yeah. thing, where the Simpsons are like, we're fighting for 20 seconds. Right. You jump from... They did that the, for a the long whole, time. Yeah, the whole um, Bart on the skateboard got cut. Right. You'd go well, directly wasn't to Homer. Everybody wanted the, yeah. the, the couch gag. Well, the, the standards were the beginning of the couch gag because the creators were going, we've got 22 minutes and 20 seconds. We need another 20 seconds. They can cut it out of the We, right. we want more story to tell. Yeah, yeah. In a lot of those shows, and especially when you went to cable, where you had shows that didn't – you don't really need a theme song for, like, The Shield. right. You know, Justified had, what, like half, a, a, half a song? Yeah. yeah. A quick line? Yeah. And a lot of times you didn't even seconds. have that. It just went, you know, yeah. and Justified, oh, no. and then it went Breaking out. Breaking Bad was just a little yeah. bit of a... Yeah. And it was, it was, a, it was a, a qualifier or whatever, or a right. notifier, but I think the creators of those were going, we want that time mm-hmm. to fill. And then you get stuff like HBO that's like, you can just do an episode however long you want. Right. 46 minutes one week and it'll be 95 the next week. Or you do like Walking Dead. You know, you're going to say, I'm going to do a 90-minute episode. And it's 45 minutes of those commercials. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Buy the Prius now. Uh, yeah, so yesterday, real quick, um, the internet literally saved Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Because it got canceled. Then it was going to be picked Such up by Hulu. Such an unpopular opinion. And then it ended up getting hula said no and then nbc said yes we'll take it and the picked it up the moment that it said it was canceled i immediately thought it was going to be just like supergirl where it was it was a done deal with somebody else would pick it up immediately right. when supergirl was quote unquote canceled by cbs we all knew it was going to go CW. straight yeah. to cw, CW yeah. it was the worst kept secret in television at the time it was like mm-hmm. if it gets canceled from cbs we're taking it right yeah. i thought brooklyn 99 would get picked up by either uh NBC or ABC simply because I thought go to FX. It felt I like thought they would have moved it to one of their smaller channels though too. The, the, well, the reason was you have the reason that Fox cut all this stuff, according to the internet, according to the rumors, because they that, needed to get the Last Man Standing. Well, no. Well, they cut Last Man Probably. Standing too. Um, no, Fox picked it up. Oh, last, ABC, yeah, no, I'm thinking ABC Last Man. No, yeah. I'm, I'm oh, thinking last, last Man on Earth. Earth. Yes. Um, was that they were so excited about the stuff that's there coming that you have to find room for it. We talked about this when we were at dinner about the CW. The reason that nothing ever gets canceled from the CW is they only have like one new show for the fall. Oh, they canceled a bunch of stuff this year. Yeah, now. But you you went through and you're like, the only reason they'd ever cancel anything is because they needed another night for a new DC show. Right. You know, something got canceled to make way for The Flash, and then something got canceled to make way for Supergirl, and then something got canceled to make way for Legends of Tomorrow. Yep. But that's it. None of those guys are ever getting canceled. And then all the others, they don't have like, you know, you have Fox that reportedly has like 80 sitcoms that they looked at. Right. So they need those half hours. Well, but they want, they, looked at they, want that half, they want that half hour sitcom. You, so that's why they wanted Last Man well, Standing, which was something established. Well, they cut they cut to 
they cut they canceled two dramas too yes they have hours of stuff that they're going to show you in these upfronts next month or whatever it right. is and they just need to cancel that stuff now did you and see so, uh, Agents knew, of Shield so far has, has not been canceled? Agents of Shield is totally. I love the people that were confu- that were surprised by Inhumans getting canceled. I was surprised at. I, as, <laughs> I put it was funny thing is I put on the official like ABC announces or whatever TV guide announces. I put in other news water is wet. Yeah. And it was put in our speakeasy group, and the first thing that one of the other guys put is in other news water is wet, and I was like, oh my god, did we just become best friends? Like we totally use that because it was so obvious. It's the same thing with Shield. Like if anyone's surprised that Shield gets canceled, like what are you surprised for? ABC tried to cancel it last year, and, D- and Disney made them take it. Right, but di- they and then they did do a good job this year of really doing an interesting storyline. Yeah, but so, so, but guess what? Nobody it may be watched too it. late. But nobody watched it, so it doesn't um, matter. Well, they did the same thing. Once upon a time, they canceled this year, and they ended up cutting a couple episodes so they could do a true goodbye. Hmm. Well, they canceled. They canceled something in the middle of a, of a cliffhanger. It might have been Last Man on Earth. Okay, so getting yes. back to the topic. Um, so did we decide... Segway. <laughs> did we decide the internet is responsible for entertainment's downfall? No. Or is but it... it is the, the general humanity. I'd have general to, humanity is... Going, I, I would... Because you mentioned tribalism. But no, and I, I heard no, the no, news no, just talking about... You talking about the downfall of entertainment. Entertainment industry is bigger than it has ever been in history. Okay. By far. Then it's not necessarily the downfall of entertainment. It's, it's the downfall of going into a piece of entertainment. But again, as that ignorant doesn't, as blip. That you know, doesn't it, seem to affect anybody. Most people don't care. I, that's what, what I'm saying. It's it's what we're arguing for is never going to happen. So when do we get to the point when people like us that don't want to go in knowing something, when do we get to the point where we have no choice but to know what's going to happen? We already have. Unless you go into a complete media and blackout, you can't because now at this point, well, again, yeah. individually you can to a certain degree, but we're connected. You know, you have technologies that run your house now. Right. You're gonna you're gonna get to the point where you ask Alexa for something, and she's, she's gonna, gonna have give a you commercial she's first. gonna give you a commercial for Solo before she tells you that she could order Tide. Yeah, because even even the little videos that you watch on. On Facebook or something of you know, of a person falling down or a you know military have you not, have parent you not coming seen how home. Many, how, have you not seen how many more ads are on Instagram? And, oh yeah, in, in the role. Yeah, I mean, like I every was watching, fifth one is now an ad is a sponsored thing. And yep. Instagram used to never be like that. Yeah, I mean, I was watching this this really heartful thing of this kid opening up a package for his birthday and his dad was coming. You know, was away in the military, and right in the and middle of it, it was Amazon. Well, right in the middle of it, you get a commercial. That shows you the end of it where he's hugging his dad. And, you know, I mean, the, the, that was the screenshot. Well, no, that's, that's the commercial for Amazon. They will ship your dad home from the Middle East. <laughs> it's Prime. Two days. Two okay. days. Free, free shipping. shipping. last thing I want to say is, um, <sighs> wow. Oh, barbecue. Last night at the – or was it the night before? night before. At the, um, solo, at the solo premiere, John Favreau, who I had no idea was even in the movie – well, now that you told me, I had no yep. idea either. Thanks. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh, thanks, thanks a lot. Thanks Good job, Rich. Um, you are just like these people. That's why. That's about. why it's never going to happen. People can't keep their mouths shut. I'd say I, I didn't know. Yeah, but he announced. Which way no one can hear you. He announced that his TV series for Star Wars that he's writing will take place directly after Solo. No, eleven years after Return of the Jedi. Seven. They said eleven. They said seven. 
They they came back and said they came back and said eleven. That that's compromised for nine. They came back and said that it, it will precisely be to be eleven. They originally said I originally saw seven, but then they they figured up where it had to fit with. I thought it was eleven after after episode four. Mm, that's the uh, you're right. It yeah. is eleven after episode four. Because seven. They, that, that's why I hate this sort of thing because it, you have that fixed point and yet people don't use it. The Battle of Yavin. Yeah, is they the use fixed that point. as the zero. Yes, and they said eleven when it first started, and you're like, oh great, and then they had to qualify it as it, it's seven years after Jedi. Yes, which oh, now they they've qualified that you have four years of basically the four years of the Galactic Civil War. You have four years of the end of the Galactic Civil War. Actually, six because Battle of Jakku. Ends the battle of the, or ends it, not Jedi. And battle of, and Jakku takes place two years. The end of it takes place two years after Jedi. Nerds. So oh, aftermath man. isn't two years oh. after Jedi. Yes, I it was later than that. No, it's two years after Jedi. Well, this is also the problem with the timeline. Yes, it is. <laughs> All they should say is there's significant time after Jedi. Yes. So the question then becomes. Is this going to be something that's going to be separate from what's going on in the in the you know in the galaxy? Because you're not going to have Han, Leia, and possibly Luke in this. You know, I mean, Luke has already gone off looking for Jedi artifacts. We know we're not going to have Leia. You know, unless you we just don't have any of them. Right. It just takes. Well, place. that's the. It's going to have to be something the, the that the speculation is. It can be. Well, I put it in there. Like you either. Because when is this supposed to take place in 2020, or after Episode Nine comes out? Yes. Yes. Okay. It's, so it's going to be on the streaming. It's going to the streaming. Oh. Okay. We probably so won't see that until the the original trilogy characters done. So you don't have to worry about Han, Luke, or Leia. And you just go on with whatever. But it's going to take place later, in between but... of Jedi and okay. Force Awakens. Yeah, and they're all That's doing fine. their own thing though. So it. You, we don't even know what the TV series is going to be about. To well, that's funny. And I so, said it can be, it can be the underworld. It could be, be the underworld. Yeah, it, it can be. It's going to follow completely new characters. I'm sure they'll mention Senate debates. Yeah. I think that's what they're going to do. It could be Boba Fett coming out of the Sarlacc pit. No. <laughs> names could be mentioned and through yeah. no, news articles or whatever. Yeah, they'll be mentioned so, for sure, but it's not. I don't. Think I mean, you could do anything. Luke and his adventures of finding the Jedi artifacts. You just and no, how, he can't, how he came to Earth old. and officiated a wedding. <laughs> Mark Hamill's too old to play that character for that that spot. You just do it with a young, you know, you you, you put him as a younger, or you get Sebastian Stan to do it. No, Sebastian Stan's busy. He still has ninety five contract, ninety five <laughs> movies to do. Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. Mark. <laughs> that was funny. That was his dog in uh, in Big Bang Theory. I thought he said Baca. Baca. Yeah. Like, he said, what was it, the other one that they uh, he let the internet choose? It could have been... Like, oh, the one uh, thing I'm happy with Solo that they haven't revealed yet is if Lando calls him Han or Han. Yeah. I'm hoping he stays with Han. Because it's, it's so funny that he, care, he, he he pronounces his name differently than everybody else. You didn't hear that? In the trailer? No. I hope not. You didn't hear that in the trailer when you went to see Infinity War? <sighs> I heard that he, he Han introduces yeah. himself and Lando introduces himself, but I've never heard Lando say his name. Lando does say it. He says it. Okay. Right. They don't, don't say it. Don't tell then me. Because I, I didn't hear it again. either. Really? Yeah. I don't want to watch the trailer again. I don't want to watch it. I don't want to see it. Have it. Been, maybe it was a second. He says A it. different trailer in the... It's the newest trailer because I, oh, I, oh, well, then it I came through it. something that I was watching. Then they, yeah, then they replaced the trailer between the first time I saw Infinity War and the second time I saw it today. I'm like, 
Okay. Well, because it might be the new the, the new spot that's on TV the, is also the trailer. Well, the new trailer. Well, I guess whatever. The trailer that I heard today, it started well out with a lot of Amelia Clark talking, more so, and it didn't have that sort of like a funk type sound yeah. to it. Like I remember hearing that on the radio a while ago as the second trailer. Okay, so I haven't heard anything with Amelia Tark, Amelia Tark, Amelia Clark talking much at the beginning. That's yeah. the secret. Okay. It's Tarkin's daughter. <laughs> now I, I've heard okay. her say. So that's the, I, I heard a newer there, there is that little you know uh, where I, I'm they're sure on like a uh, that's casino that middle, type. Though. That part right. that's in the middle. That yeah. part of Han's name is gonna <laughs> piss people off though too oh. already with the community. So uh, okay, which I'm sure they're already debating that anyway somewhere online. Well, good thing we only I'm have so two weeks. I'm surprised nobody's taking a big dump on one of the Millennium Falcon toys. This is not my Millennium Falcon. <laughs> oh, those toys. Me. That's what? another thing that ruins entertainment now. Yeah? It's the toys. I mean, it's stuff that you've got to – what they've proven is that – well, they've proven. What it, sales and everything seems to show is if it's not out as before the movie's out, it won't sell. Yeah. I mean, you you've had to have seen the, the toy. Well, one now. of the – for example, no. one of the Hasbro guys for the Marvel Legends uh, line – explained why they do that is because they want to put the toys out to come out fairly bef- right before yeah, the movie. But it doesn't matter because it's just scalpers so then, buy them anyway. Nobody can actually get well, them. Well, that's beyond the point. But, I mean, their, their whole marketing No, I, I, idea, I know what it is. If it's not out because the, the hype for a film is the week before. Because they want people to come out of a movie, yeah. go to the toy store, which doesn't exist anymore, and buy that toy. No, I... I, I yeah. Like I said, it has to be when it comes out. Because this is the same thing with with comic books. What happens when it's something based on it? This is what happened with Suicide Squad. When the trailer came out for Suicide Squad, you could not keep that in stock. By the time the movie came out, no one was buying it. Infinity Gauntlet, Infinity War versus Infinity Gauntlet is the only thing that has bucked that trend. Civil War did the same thing. When the trailer for Civil War came out, we couldn't. I was selling out of Civil War every single week. I was blowing through two, three, four, five copies every single week in just one store. Once the movie was out, no one was buying because it's everyone had kind of gotten out of their system. Your excitement towards like you can't, you can't get enough. You gotta get, it, you gotta get it. Yeah. So I understand, and it's the same. We looked at. I've already bought stuff for Solo. Hell, I've got Chewbacca in my hand. Um, you know, the Range Trooper we couldn't get enough of and all that stuff. But yeah, I would have loved to see that on the screen the first time. It's just never gonna happen. Thor's hammer in in. Um, uh, Infinity War was ruined for me for a toy because I saw it when I walked mm-hmm. by it. Oh, really? Yeah. When I saw the I, toy for it, and I was like, Which blows crap. my mind that you haven't seen nope. the Falcon thing yet nope. with the toy. Nope. I haven't seen the Falcon. So, I got two weeks. Because there's, like, there's two different sized Falcon toys out, and both of them show you a secret on it. Oh. Well, I don't want to see it. And I don't want to know about it. And Bad enough. I John ca- every time I walk into Target now and I see it on the bottom shelf, I kick it because... Ruined it. Thanks for kicking that toy that somebody else could like. <laughs> Mommy, why is this one broken? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so anybody else got anything? No, I'm just going to put the gun away here. No. no. Thanks for fascinating. No real good movies out this weekend. No. To go see Tully if you haven't. It's a good movie. So we saw Tully? Uh, A Quiet uh, Space. Tully's we saw A Quiet Place, mm. and we were the only ones in the theater. Really? Until... Uh. The, That's the worst part. You're like, oh, I got the whole theater myself, and then damn it. it. When the trailer starts, and then the guy, it's it's quiet, and it's like, <coughs> it's like, oh, stop. And then him and his wife, whatever. 
you can yeah. hear them. They were all you can hear them all the way I, in the back. Yeah, I had when an, there's no one else in the theater, there's no buffer. So oh, it was driving me nuts. I had an older gentleman in Tully last weekend that just when That's something crazy. happened, he's just blurted out like, "Oh, why'd you do that?" I'm like, dude, <laughs> I just wor- shut this guy kept thing. hacking through it. I just kept, please <laughs> let him die. Please, let him had, the worst one I had. Ever I had done. to I had to re- return my ticket for Quiet Place because I was sick and I wouldn't be able to make it through. Without I still think all like, those theaters sucks. should have hired people to come in and kill you. Yeah. Like, no, just come in and attack you, just like the movie. Like, you make a noise, some kind <laughs> of creature costume. Don't ruin the movie. Ah! Well, that's but no, like, the, wor- the worst thing I ever went through, the total tangent, but we went to see, uh, it was Clint Eastwood and Renee Russo in a Secret Service. That I can't remember the name of that film. Um, um, it's Protecting the President or whatever. So, it starts with an A, doesn't it? I don't, I don't know. Huh? Anyway. The guy, was, the guy in back of us. Everything that happened. Oh, dude. Oh, oh, he's gonna, he's gonna do. Oh, he's gonna f some s up, man. Oh yeah, he's gonna do. Oh man, I swear to God, the entire film. And I was younger, so I didn't say anything. But now I would have, I would have gotten up and just thrown something at him. Like, shut up. Today, shut up. today, I when I went to see Infinity War, there was a whole bunch of kids, and I'm like, thank God, I've already seen. This was it movie absolute power? I'd... Yes. No. Absolute power? No. That was, that was the Gene Hackman one, wasn't it? Yes. No, it's it's Clint Eastwood and Rene Russo from 1992 mm. or something. True well, Crime? No. 92. Not True Crime. Casper. No, it's not you Casper. You he was uncredited for that? In Casper? Wouldn't he be? In Casper. The Friendly Ghost? The Friendly Ghost. Why are with you Christina looking at Clint Eastwood who Bill has 8,000? Huh? The one with Christina Ricci and Bill Pullman? Yes. Why are you looking it up says, Clint? Anybody? Hold on. First off, why are you looking up Clint Eastwood? By the way, shout out to Doug Wilson who hates it when you look stuff up. Uh, why are you looking at Clint Eastwood who has eight billion credits versus Rene Russo who has much much less? It's just, I don't know. That's, that was the first one I think. Clint in the Eastwood's line of fire, the bigger star. The yeah, yes, yeah, in, so in the line of fire. That's it. Nineteen ninety three. I was off by a year, but that was the the right, the entire film. Oh, dude, oh, oh, he's gonna do. Oh man, oh he's so mad. Coolest thing about the in the line of fire was the guy came in with a plastic gun. In the um, when they were in the ball, the yeah, they were in the ballroom. Yeah, and then and then that became the the deus ex machina for everything that ever happened. Yeah, not going. There's there's no such thing as a plastic gun. Right. You have to have metal parts in order to fire the bullet. There's going to be metal in that gun. There's no way. Yeah. It's just like the first person that put a silencer (laughs) on it, and that just became the norm. Well, now everything. No, now you can 3D print your own gun. That doesn't work. But the thing was, you still had to have a bullet, you know. Yeah. So you the, metal the whole the whole three D, you know, the whole plastic gun going through the metal detector was fine, but you still had a metal bullet, yeah. you know, the, the casing. And also, you were always afraid to open your food on airplanes because right. every airplane takeover movie, the machine guns were in the uh, in the yeah. trays. <laughs> it was always the insider that that snuck them aboard and like, here's your vegetarian meal, sir. It has it's full of iron. Da, 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 da. Wait, shouldn't it be lead? Yeah, oh, sorry. All right, let's start over again. <laughs> so anyways, anybody got anything else? Nope. No. Okay, so make sure you check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. We're also on Instagram as Nerdables Show. No, excuse me, on Instagram as Nerdables. Wow, I forgot Twitter because I usually do Twitter in the middle. And Twitter, we are at Nerdables Show. So for Chris, Mikey, and Ethan, I'm Ari, and we'll talk to you next week.